Hey, everybody, welcome back. We are so glad to be able to do another follow-up with you guys. Uh, yesterday, Garen taught on Colossians 1, 23, among others. Um, yesterday was kind of a heavy verse day. We kind of jumped around a lot. But Colossians 1, 23 uh, says this. It's, this. it's this thing that Paul gives us, and we can't remember the theological word for it, but essentially he is speaking about something that hasn't happened yet as if it's already happened because he has so much confidence in it. And he says, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under earth and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. So Paul is speaking as if the gospel has already been proclaimed to the whole earth, even though it hasn't, because he knows that that is the plan for the kingdom of God, that it will eventually spread everywhere. And so that's kind of where Garen took us yesterday. And we focused largely on this section of the world called the 1040 window, um, which he gave us a lot of stats for, but essentially it's this part of the world where the most poverty exists and the least resources exist and where the gospel is not really present. And so without getting into all the heartbreaking details, that's the most I can give you on that. If you listen to his message, he goes much more in depth, but a lot of the message was focused on that and how to get the gospel in there. And so all of that build up to say, Garen is on a study break this week. He is prepping next year's uh, sermon series. And so we are blessed by a replacement, Garen, basically equal in every way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not even a single way. <laughs> um, Lisa Hubner, who does Pathway, Welcome, Graphic Design, Website, App, really anytime you need something done, Lisa is the one who does it for you here. So of course, you're the one I ask for this as right. well. So just jump right in. So Lisa Hubner is here and she's going to- Second string. She's the, she's the backup. <laughs> I think I'm second string. So uh, we all are second string to Garen, it feels like, because he's so great. But we're just going to discuss this really quickly today, um, just unpacking what Garen talked about and maybe asking some questions that you had in your seat and giving you some action points to go out of here with. So Lisa, as we were in the sermon yesterday, hearing it. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it before you listen to this, because we referenced some of those things that you're not going to fully get. But that 1040 window, all those stats about the level of poverty that's there and how um, how hard it is for the gospel to take root there. Like, I don't know how you felt, but I just felt like I got punched in the face when I heard that. Yeah, for sure. And as a follow-up this morning, it was even reading in the news about something out of India and the just the depth of poverty there, it was really, it's just really overwhelming, both physical and spiritual poverty in those places. Yeah, it felt pretty heavy. It feels heavy. And I don't know about your reaction, but I swing on this pendulum and I go between one end where I feel this immense guilt, first of all, that I was born an American and like have so much. And in that, I feel paralyzed to do anything because the the disparity is so big between me and these people groups, not just in like how how much we have and how and how blessed we are with with physical things, but like the the distance. Like, how am I even supposed to make a dent? There's so much. Um, and then I swing over to this other end, and I'm like, man, I really feel like I need to take up my cross and be a missionary. And like, the only way to help is to get in there and buy a plane ticket and be like the UCs, right? And to jump right in. And I know there's got to be some middle ground there. I know that's probably not the right way to think about it. Um, so Lisa, you solve everyone's problems. Can oh, you help me solve right. this one too? Sure. Well, I actually was just having a conversation with a student the other day, and I so remember being in her shoes, who was kind of grappling with this reality that you've just described and um, an opportunity to go overseas this summer, 
just trying to get her heart around all of that. And I remember being there just so overwhelmed by it. And I, what I encouraged her is I think what I would encourage each of us, um, as a next step is first to pray. Um, Jordan and I were just talking about this wonderful resource called operation world. That's just a breakdown by country, um, of the stats, much like Garen shared with us yesterday by country, a little bit of the background culturally, um, whatever religions do exist in that country. So it's an awesome prayer resource. So I think that would be a good place to jump in is just maybe with your family over mealtime or as part of your quiet time, um, just pick a country a day to educate yourself on and pray over um, that God's word would make its way to those people. Um, so prayer is always a great place to start. Uh, I guess another thing with the missions conference coming up, one thing that made a huge difference for me in personalizing this issue that we talked about in church yesterday and the extreme darkness in the 1040 window was when my friends in college went overseas and served. Um, that was the first exposure I'd ever had to people being on the ground with that kind of spiritual darkness. And so as they started to send home their updates and like, hey, I've made this friend with so-and-so and um, I'm sh- really sharing the gospel with him and he's grappling with this this reality and whether or not he's going to believe it. When those people had names and I knew that my friends were face-to-face with them every day, that just really impacted me in a deep way. And so being able to pray for people who are hearing the gospel in countries that are closed by name, I think is such a powerful, powerful thing. So I guess another next step would be as you're sitting in the missions conference this next week, just listen for a missionary that you really connect with, that maybe they're something about their ministry strikes at your heart um, and get on their prayer list. Um, all of our missionaries send out about monthly prayer updates. And so if you can start praying for people by name, um, who need the gospel, I think that's a great next step in making it more real in your day-to-day life. Absolutely. Is there any kind of resource that TBC has, like a booklet of missionaries where you could even like connect with them or kind of thumb through and be like, oh, I actually know them or I met them? Does something like that exist? Yeah. So as you're uh, hearing this, probably just within a few days, we will have exactly that resource available to you um, all throughout the missions conference and after. We will have a prayer booklet with each of our missionaries around the world and our stateside missionaries listed by name, um, their picture of their family, where they serve, some contact information, and a bit of information about their ministry and what they're doing. So that's a great thing to just keep tucked with your Bible and flip through and pray for over our missionaries um, yeah, on a regular basis. So we'll have those available starting this coming Saturday. So an incredible resource like that, I mean— what am I going to have to pay for that? Because that sounds so expensive. Mm, yeah, you, I will make you a deal, like $29.99 a copy. Excellent. What about for everyone else? They're just going to be free. And Usher will hand them to you at the door. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Guys, those really are so well done, and they're so excellent. I have mine from years past. Um, so please, Lisa's exactly right. Snag one of those. Could we also just talk quickly about Audrey's time up there with Garen? Yeah. Because talk about a faith hero. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the UCs. So great. Um, I know Evan wasn't able to be there, but Audrey did so well. And we were talking before this, we each kind of had a thing or two that just stood out to us about what Audrey said. Do you want to share yours first? 
Yeah, I think the thing that gripped my heart first was when Audrey said, and Garen too, talked about, you know, a missionary might be the first time someone hears the gospel, hears anything about the Bible at all, in fact. but And so Audrey talked about how often she shares stories with people and she gets these honest reactions because they've never heard anything about the Bible at all. So talking about that first encounter, but then she said later on that their family might also be the last time someone has access to the gospel. That hit hard. That was really, I mean, for them, I'm sure, such a heavy reality. Yeah. Um, Trying to put myself in their shoes, I'm just like, I don't know that I could do it. They are so good at what they do, and they love those people so well. And I just look up to the UCs so, so much. I mean, I already did, but after hearing these stories, like— even more so. They really are my heroes. I think one of my big takeaways was just the fact that they've been there for 10 years and they, you know, they have a few believers they're talking to, but they do not, rightly so, they do not place um, the their success in the outcome, if that makes sense. Like their obedience to God is not dependent on the outcome of how many believers they uh, they are able to connect with or how many people they lead to faith or, or baptize, right? Like they are sowing seeds. They are cultivating soil in so many ways and they are seeing fruit little by little. But I was so amazed that, that they were not frustrated by the hard work, but that they, they have this incredible perspective. They are so rooted in the word and they know exactly what it says. And so they know it's not going to return void. Um, and so just like, man, they, they're doing such good work and they don't, they don't need to see big harvest right now because they know exactly what God's doing and they play a small part in a bigger plan, which makes those little stories they had. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy that Evan connected with mm-hmm. via Zoom or you mentioned Audrey's friend. Like it must make those things so extra sweet. And so those just stood out to me so much. And once again, love the UC so much, excited to connect with them. Yeah, that, that story of Audrey's friend who went from forbidding her son to play with their son then to the time they left, um, giving her a letter that she considered her a dear friend. I just thought, what beautiful progress um, in her heart and in a in a culture where that kind of expression, I don't think, is, is an everyday way of life. So really beautiful example of God softening there. Yeah, um, so incredibly moving to hear that. We are we are really not doing it justice. No, you've got to at least... listen to Audrey. She was a rock star. She, she is a rock star. She is a rock star, <laughs> and they're really good at naming their kids too. Yeah, they really are. Moses, Elsa, Gus, Atticus, Atticus, Atticus who goes by Gus. Gus. Yeah, and Loic. And Loic. Awesome. I should have come to them before. I mean, my kids' names are okay, um, but yeah, they're great. Names. But man, Moses, what a name! <laughs> um, so, boss, we always try and go out with some kind of challenge or action step here. Um, what do you think a good one would be hmm. for our people? Well, first of all, come to the missions conference. Jordan was right yesterday when he said it's the crown jewel. I always say that in our newcomer classes at TABC that this is my favorite event of the year, and. My kids love it. They so look forward to it. We're so disappointed last year when it didn't get to happen in the traditional way. So your whole family um, has opportunity to engage. We're going to have a conference for the kids too. The carnival on Saturday um, where your kids can interact in such a fun way with missionaries, playing games from around the world and trying out treats and various things. And the speaker is a legend apparently around here. 
Garen said that George Murray is his favorite missions conference speaker. And, and when Garen like says that, thirty of them. So like it, it has got to be great. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that's a really practical challenge. Come to the conference, bring your family, sit with your life group, your quad. Um, it'll be such. You just won't believe it. The stories you're going to hear, um, the opportunity to connect and just get a little taste of what it's like to do ministry somewhere so very different from our experience here. It's 100%. Awesome. 100%. And Laura is doing such a good job with kids this year. They have their own theme for Missions Conference. It's called Kids on Mission. And at every point where this, the adults are meeting, they have something great planned for the kids as well. So please don't let that stop you because your kids will be blessed just as much as you will be in the main session. So Lisa, you said it well, come to the missions conference. Yeah. And grab dinner Sunday night gra- hey, support college students going out. on mission this summer. Do we know what the meal is? Yeah, we do. Pulled pork. Yeah. Cheesy potatoes. Can't miss. Green beans, fruit salad, and chocolate sheet cake. Holy cow. So Man. then we're going to try to stay awake. For the <laughs> yeah. session. <laughs> George better be lively for that one. Um, you said it well, come see what God puts on your heart. And then I would even add, be ready to take a next step because we're all somewhere on this. Some of us who have been to missions conference a few times, we, we may maybe have connected with a missionary. So we're asking questions like, could I financially support a missionary? Could I start to pray for another missionary? Are there ways that I could connect and go deeper with local ministries? Maybe you've never been and your first, your, your next step, which is your first step when you come is just to come and take it all in and just mm-hmm. be open to God moving in your heart in some way. So whatever your walk is, wherever you are, come with an open heart, come ready to hear, um, and just be ready for that next step, whatever it is. So, okay, man. 14 minutes on the nose. Lisa, anything to take us out? Yeah. Um, come to the conference. That's all I got. Come to the conference. Guys, we're so excited. It starts Friday and uh, we'll see you there. Thanks for being with us.